Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. I'm Susan Dolce, and I'm filling in for Dr. Pat today. It's always an honor to be sitting in her seat. And today, it's especially exciting for me because I have my best bud, my colleague, my partner in crime. What? Yeah, yeah, partner in crime. <laughs> Sharing the seat with me today, my co-host, Leon Dyer. She is uh, an, a life coach who specializes in emotional eating, and she's the creator of the Be Now program. And today we are talking about something that is kind of near and dear to our hearts. We've been doing a lot of research um, and that's harnessing the power of intention. You know, we hear about this, this is like a hot topic. It seems like it's been a hot topic since about 2006, right? Since like, I think it, yeah. that's when The Secret came out. Yeah. And um, so Secret came out in 2006, as I said, and I, it didn't resonate with me. Did it resonate with you? No, I, I'm going to be, I was one of those that did not like it. Um, I don't even think I finished. Yeah. I mean, I read it, but it just, something felt off. Mm -hmm. Something just didn't stick with me and I could never put my finger on it until we started doing this research Mm -hmm. for today, which is on intention, which is a little different. So in the secret, um, they're like the three tenants are act, believe and receive and so my, the, I think the reason it didn't jive with me very well is because it felt like people, um, it was all self-centered. I felt like people were like mm-hmm. using this, these techniques to manifest things in their lives. And so well, that- materialized. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, exactly. Materialistic things rather than a um, soul deep personal level. Right. And so, but that me. made me- so when we were, so we're looking at intention and then, you know, you hear about manifestation all the time. So my question was, and is to you, what is the difference <laughs> between intention and manifestation? Okay. Start with the hard question. Good. <laughs> um, no, I, uh, well, first, thank you for having me. Cause this is very exciting. And okay. I think manifestation is what you receive from your intention to receive to your intention is what you want to manifest okay and when you completely follow through and when your mindset and you feel worthy to receive that you will manifest okay so intention so the intention is-, is the plan the manifestation is um the embodiment of feeling worthy and the plan okay so i that's think that's that's what was missing, I think, for me in, in all of the secret mumbo jumbo is that mm-hmm. it was, um, it, I mean, there was intention. That's the, the um, um, act, believe, receive. Mm-hmm. So it's, or ask, I should say, not act, ask, believe, receive. And, um, but yeah, it, I think what, what doesn't sit right for me is that when I think of intention, um, I think other centered, you know, it's, I feel like it's more of service than it is necessarily personally focused. And now we're going to, we're going to talk about a secret surprise that comes from intention when we get closer to the end of the show. But we are talking today about the work of science journalist, Lynn McTaggart. And she's written a whole bunch of books. I think at least three, I know for sure. She has a whole slew of awesome videos, but today we're talking about two of her books, The Intention Experiment and The Power of Eight. And um, she has been able to um, 
do this from a scientific perspective um, and had these incredible results, which from the intention experiment, which led her to the power of eight. So one of the things I found about, found out about that I think was hysterical. (laughs) (laughs) She definitely has a, uh, she has a pretty funny sense of humor, but um, was that when you get, so this is all quantum physics stuff, right? And my husband is a quantum physics nerd. Like he reads physics books for fun. Okay. <laughs> and I'm always like, all right. So I don't have, I'm a not, not, I am not nearly as articulate as he is on, the, on these topics. But if we're looking at quantum physics, so when we get down to the very smallest particles, and, mm-hmm. and this is, this is um, setting us up for that, that oneness experience that we are all one being just kind of separated by different molecules that make Susan and different atoms that make Leon. Um, But all of that, in between all of that, there's just a lot of empty space. Like the majority of our world is really empty space. And scientists, quantum physicists, call this the cloud of possibility. And here's the fascinating thing about the cloud of possibility. (laughs) Well, okay. One, one, I'm getting to the funny part. Hold on. One is that, that this cloud of possibility is like nothing until somebody observes it and then it becomes a particle. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The other thing, the door, you know, like when you ring the doorbell, it doesn't, it's there, but it doesn't exist until. Yeah. Right. You open the door. But Mm -hmm. so here's the funny part is that she, she being Lynn McTigert, said that her analogy was that it was sort of like uncoagulated jello, that this cloud of possibility was like uncoagulated jello. And I just got this awful picture in my mind because here I was like, wow, the cloud of possibility, it sounds so divine and so conscious. And just, and then she brought up uncoagulated jello. And the only two times, I can think of two times in my life, not two times ever, but only on two occasions that I was served Jello. One, okay. right? Um, the ho- come on, okay. you know it. Are you asking me for me? Yeah, or yeah. Uh, no, I'm, as- I'm asking you. Yeah, my okay. So my aunt coming for Thanksgiving, and she had that round silver plate, and there would be a dome Jello mm-hmm. green with um, like cocktail. What is it? The canned cocktail fruit. Yeah. mixed in with it and we yeah. were made as children to eat that yeah um yeah that's like the biggest jello memory i have yeah holiday jello and my family holiday it was jello. carrots and orange jello yeah I who puts carrots in jello yeah i was actually telling this to someone just recently about the show and they said oh oh yeah 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 my my aunt used to put walnuts in it <gasps> oh yeah, I think, I think it was, I think you're right. I think it was walnuts and carrots. So because yeah. uh, what, cause we need to give the jello texture. And then the other, <laughs> and then the other time I would get jello was when I was sick. Like if I had mm-hmm. been throwing up or something. And so here's your, here's your broth and your jello. And so I was just like, could she, could she not come up with a better analogy? <laughs> yeah. Jelly would have been better. What? Jelly. Just jelly. jelly. Yeah. Yeah. Jelly. I mean, that's nice. It goes on toast and it's yummy. And, you know, yeah. so, but. so yeah, so we're talking about the cloud of possibility and we're talking about how nothing exists or the, the, everything in this cloud of possibility is just nothingness until somebody observes it and then it becomes something. And so basically what through this whole um, act of intention is that if we can f- tell me if I'm right, because we both had to do a lot of reading. <laughs> if we can yeah. kind of harness and focus our power of vis- visualization and, and, and our, the, uh, the intention from our heart, that we can actually change the, physical, the physicality of something or the outcome of something. Mm-hmm. And I think the key for all of that to happen is that you truly, truly have to believe and know that's what you want. So Lynn used an example about um, 
people, when they say they want to be rich and people say, oh, I want to be rich. I want to be rich. And, but they don't really want to be rich because they don't want the responsibility of being rich. Mm -hmm. They just want the freedom, right? They want the freedom to spend time with their family. They want the freedom to not have to worry about being stressed of financial um, obligations. Mm -hmm. Um, So what they want is freedom. However, for them, money means freedom. So I, it's so, I think to manifest your intention or to harness that you need to paint such a clear picture that there's no, um, there's no gray. It's Mm -hmm. all like completely, this is it. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to, we're going to take a little break here. When we come back, we're going to talk about um, how they actually ran some experiments on cancer cells. And this Mm. is fascinating. And then we've, we've got so much um, like juicy little tidbits that you, I didn't even know about intention, like these, all these little backstories that are fascinating. So hopefully you stick with us. We're having a good time today. We're talking about intention. I'm Susan Dolce. I'm hanging out with my bud, Leon Dyer, and we'll be right back. Hi everyone. I'm Dr. Pat. Hey, are you loving Shades of Spirit Radio? Well, mark your calendars. Shades of Spirit goes live in a new time spot every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific time on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Yeah, you heard that right. Psychic medium genius, Spirit Walker Nicole, 5 p.m. every Wednesday. Live readings, giveaways, oracle cards, and lots of fun. So be there. Call into the show at 1-800-930-2819 and visit ShadesOfSpirit.com. Are you ready to find out who you really are? Are you ready to have fun and listen to the soul part of yourself? Indulge in a deeper meaning with Laura Goldstein, host of Coffee with the Universe. This show will awaken that true self hidden deep within you and will get you energized on who you were created to be. So go ahead, grab your cup of joe and experience Coffee with the Universe with Laura Goldstein on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Welcome to Soul Activation Podcast, a world-class broadcast of insight and inspiration with the renowned healer and coach, Suzanne Alexandria. In this series, she dives deep into the magical sea of you, to the place in you that's ready to activate. Tune in live every second and fourth Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Are you ready to put down that drink or drug for good? Are you struggling to maintain your recovery from addictive behaviors? Do you need help with a family member or loved one who's in early recovery or battling addiction? Get the help and guidance you need by arranging a recovery recharged phone session with me, Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, Certified Life and Recovery Coach. Call 1-800-889-1757. Make an appointment today. Or go to my website, pushybroadfromthebronx.com, and click on the link that says Recovery Recharged. Don't wait. Get the help you need today. This is Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Take the power of essential oil healing to the next level with the Essential Light Insight Deck containing 61 oracle cards. Each card holds a painting and message that captures the spirit of an essential oil. By drawing a card, you'll illuminate the spiritual healing capacity of plants and transform your day. For more information about the Essential Light Insight Deck and Gen Reaper, visit Thriveology.com. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. I'm Susan Dolce filling in for Dr. Pat today. I'm hanging out with my buddy, my BFF, Leon Dyer. We are talking about harnessing the power of intention, specifically the work of Lynn McTaggart, her two books, The Intention Experiment and The Power of Eight. And um, since I got my my jello laugh out of the way, now we're going to get to the nitty gritty experiments. Um, when she set up the power of intent or the intention experiment, <clears throat> Uh, it was sort of like um, an interactive book, and she carried out this experiment via, um, you know, online with people uh, signing on on certain days and, you know, focusing their intention. 
um, and then keeping track of different outcomes. So this thing went on for, it might even still be going on for all I know. Um, I did not get that far, but no, one of the, either. and this isn't one of, this wasn't one of Lynn's experiments, but, um, and I couldn't actually find the date in the book, but it was, it was a while back that um, there was an American biologist, his name was Glenn Ryan, and he hired this uh, British healer also, I mean, not, the other guy's a biologist, this guy's a gynecologist, which is good because they were doing experiments on cervical cancer cells. Yeah. So at least he could probably visualize what they look like. Anyway, so he was asked, Lasko was a healer and a gyne and a Brit. And so they asked him to focus his intention on these cervical cancer cells in like five different methods, like five different approaches to intention. And the first one was that he was, his intention was so that the natural order be restored and the cells return to normal. Okay. Mm -hmm. The second one, um, it's like a Taoist visualization. And that was that they were, they were, um, he was so, he was supposed to only visualize only three cancer cells being left. I'm thinking why not kill all of them? But anyway, Mm. so (laughs) only three left. Then the third intention was for God to have his hands, I mean, for God to have his will flow through Laszlo's hands. So sort of like a hands-on healing sort of Mm -hmm. approach. And then fourth was meditate on a state of love or compassion for the cancer cells. I love you cancer cells. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that does. Anyway. Um, And then finally, visualizing the cancer cells dematerializing either into the light or into the void. So they ran these and what do you think based on your belief, what do you think Mm -hmm. was the most effective? I think the first, and I'm just going to say number one and number five. So, so um, natural order be restored, natural order be restored. And then um, the last would be the visualization of going into the void or going into the light. Right. Okay. You're yes. close. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, well, so actually the natural order be restored was individually the most effective way to treat these cancer cells and it inhibited growth by 39%. I'm throwing hmm. out numbers, people. I'm not a numbers person. So she all should be impressed. Okay. Percentages. My kids, if they're listening, be like, mom's talking percentages? Like what? (laughs) Okay. But the other interesting thing. Okay. So I'm going to back up. So for me, I thought, because I'm a big praying sort of person, Mm -hmm. I thought that having God's will flow through his hands, sort of a healing type energy transfer, that's what I thought would get the number one. And it did not. It only inhibited by 21%. However, if you combine the natural order be restored and only three cancer cells, apparently those two together are the magic secret sauce Mm -hmm. that actually when combined, they reduced the growth by 40%. So this says a lot about what, um, what we're trying to do when we are setting intentions, because The question then comes is, well, what's better, a negative or or not better? What's more effective, a positive intention or a negative intention? Like restored to natural order seems more positive, but to like kill them, I want to kill you cancer cells. Is that just as effective? And it turns out it it is. It is. It is. Both of them are equally effective, Um, Mm -hmm. but- I think from an energetic standpoint, I don't think I would want to take on a negative energy, even if it's on a killing machine for cancer cells. Well, okay. Look, just going to put it out there. If I can harness <laughs> the energy to kill cancer cells, I might cash in on that. But I mean, think about like when you, um, well, cause all thoughts, um, um, turn into energy and intention turns into that's energy. Yeah. So it doesn't Scary matter stuff. if it's negative. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter if it's positive or negative. 
it's, you know, um, so there was um, Cleve, I'm trying to think of his name. I think it's Cleve. I think it Baxter. Baxter, yes. Yeah. He invented the um, the lie detector machine, actually, and he um, he actually studied the um, energy from plants and was able to pick up that they felt negative and positive energy. Okay, hold on one second. Yeah, aren't you even the slightest bit curious what like like he woke up one day saying, I'm going to invent the lie detector test or lie detector mm. machine. I'm just curious, like what happened? Like did his wife cheat on him or something? Like what? what the I, I have I, no I, I digress. I, I know. Digress. No, um, no, no. I mean, it, but he described in great detail of how um, the energy works, like how our energy works on um, to, you know, determine if you're telling the truth or not. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I mean, you know, reading this, I'm thinking, oh, I would be so like, I would be in big trouble because even if I like was telling the truth, there would always be this like self-doubt, like, oh, geez, am I, you know, am I right? Am I not right? Am I telling the truth? I would be found so guilty and I didn't even do it. So yeah, I mean, just I'm now I'm more nervous. Like if I have to take a lie detector test, I'm doomed. I'm going to fail. Yeah. But he actually was watering. He was bored, really bored one day. And this was in the 60s. He was watering a plant and he thought, huh, wonder how long it's going to take the water to get to the bottom of the pot, to the roots. So it goes back up the stem for the um, leaves. So he hooked up part of his, you know, some of his equipment to experiment. He realized that even him, like by walking over and pouring, like with the can, the watering can, Mm -hmm. the leaves started um, throwing off energy. They were already, they knew the intention was already there. So then he started talking bad things to them, really bad, bad talk, bad talk to the plants, you know, but, um, telling him he was going to do all these horrible things to them and they would react. And then after a while they realized, no, he's really not going to hurt me. So they would go, well, not really, but you know, the machine would go and but then it would die down and it would be like, no, no, he's just joking. Don't worry. And the other plants in his office would start reacting and he wasn't even addressing them or watering them. So Mm -hmm. negative or positive, it's the energy is still there, which I just found fascinating. Um, You know, and then he also did the green bean. Yeah. My green bean. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me that because that that is so funny. So he apparently, I mean, I don't know. I mean, if his wife did have, um, and we're making this up, we don't know what <laughs> happened know. to his marriage. So don't <laughs> quote us. But if his wife did leave him, I could understand because he had everything in his house hooked up to these lie detector tests to determine what the energy flow was through all living things. Mm-hmm. So he had green beans and it was on his kitchen counter, the, the little monitor thing. And he was chopping green beans and he realized that the green beans that were in a pile, not on the chopping board, were reacting. <laughs> they, they, the, the little lie detector test was like <laughs> reacting. It's almost st- like I, I, I'm seeing a veggie tales in my head right now. Well, I'm seeing everybody who's a vegan no longer eating now. <laughs> but I mean, I, I yeah. So, and then when he stopped and he went over and started nurturing the green beans that were whole on the counter, the ones that were cut calmed down, even though they had been chopped. That's so does yeah. this mean we should just put them in the boiling water and not cut them? Yeah, like a lobster. You like freeze a lobster? them first. Yeah. You freeze them first. And then you put them in the boiling water and there's no, they don't feel it and you don't hear any sounds. There's no little green bean screams coming from No them. little bean green screams, no <laughs> pea screaming anymore, right? Um, but think about, I mean, this is the energy that we're, I mean, even us. Like, yeah. Have you ever woken up one morning and been like, I don't know why I'm in a bad mood or I don't know why I'm so sad. It's mm-hmm. someone across the world who's thinking something maybe negative or, you know, you, you know, 
I'm not saying you personally, Susan, no, I but I, I did wake up in a bad mood, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, it was, it was not me. Um, uh, I, I was only positive thoughts for you, thank but you. The, or have you ever like experienced something where you're in this immense, like, you don't even know why you're just yeah. in a really good mood. Like you're bouncing around and you're like, whoo-hoo. it could be someone is like thinking immense good thoughts about you. For you sending all the love sparkles our way, all yeah. the love sparkles to yeah. you and you're getting it. That, that is intention. I mean, that's how intention is harnessed. So we're going to take another break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about something that is um, near and dear to my heart. I hope I don't offend anybody. I probably will. But we're going to talk about prayer versus intention. You're Mm -hmm. listening to the Dr. Pat Show. We'll be right back. Mind to Heart with me, Craig Richardson, carves a pathway from your mind to your heart to activate that innate compass to overcome whatever life sends your way. As an intuitive life coach, I am ready to guide you to an amazing life. Tune in live every second and fourth Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information about me, visit CraigERichardson.com. Are you feeling the complexity of life? Do you feel that urge to step into something greater? Tune in to Nailed It Radio. Find your simplicity within your complexity with me, life coach, Carrie Nail. Tune in each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com to discover what it means to use your full power to be the best version of yourself. Imagine stepping into the energy of saying yes to yourself and knowing you nailed it. For more information about me, visit CarrieNail.com. Are you ready to shift your current beliefs about death from debilitating pain and loss? Follow Angie Corbett Kuiper as she shares that through choice, present moment awareness, and keeping an open mind. Anything is possible, even in death. Tune in to Beyond Proof Radio with Angie, redefining death and loss every first Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more, visit BeyondProof.com. Hi, I'm Patricia McNair, host of Divine Guidance with Patricia. And I'm here to help you live a more authentic, spiritually connected life. Join me every first and third Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Being who you are in everyday life is the key to unlocking soul wisdom within that our whole self already knows. Get ready to embrace your spiritual, mental, and emotional well-being, your whole being. Discover your gifts and strengthen your connection to spirit. We will explore earth guidance, divine truth, and love, past life lessons, and so much more. So listen in to Divine Guidance with Patricia and join in your personal adventure to triggering, opening, validating, and being all that you are. For more information about me, visit divineguidance.earth. Stuck in a roundabout of dysfunction? Stop circling around difficult issues and find out what's been holding you back. Learn how to speak your truth to power with host Dr. Kathy O'Bear. Create real change with smart tools and smart strategies. No frills, no fluff, just life-changing conversations to help get you where you want to be. Extend your reach and become an agent for real change with Kathy O'Bear. For more information on Kathy and her work, please visit drkathyobear.com. That's drkathyobear.com. Are you ready to branch out? Take a leap of faith. Tune in to Get Rooted Radio with Erica Gifford-Mills on TransformationTalkRadio.com to equip, empower, and enlighten yourself. Erica will energize and excite you to power up your passionate dream that sets your soul on fire. So get fearlessly ready and get powerfully rooted in your yes to live it up, love it up, and let it go. Visit GetRootedRadio.com. We are back. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. I'm Susan Dolce, and I am joined by my buddy and my best friend, and as I said, my partner in crime, cohort in crime, Leon Dyer. She is a life coach and the creator of the Be Now program, and we are talking about how to harness the power of intention <clears throat> and even why, like, why do we, why is it important? And before the break, we were talking about um, how every, everything 
has its energy signature. We were talking about Cleve Baxter and the and the um, lie detector machine, um, and hopefully his successful marriage. And um, <laughs> and uh, so one of the things that I so like I said before the break, I hope I don't offend anybody. I'm probably going to, but I I've always kind of had a problem um, with certain kinds of prayer. So I'm a, I'm a Catholic convert. I converted uh, as a young adult. Um, and so I was never really exposed to all of the rote sort of prayers besides the Lord's prayer um, that, uh, that are part of the Catholic faith, like rosaries and chaplets and things like that and novellas. And <clears throat> so I was, I was in this small group, small group faith circle of women. I think we brought a dozen of us. And one day I asked the question, um, I don't understand um, why, I don't understand why um, we ask for prayer intentions. Like, why do we need more people praying for us? I said, does that negate, so does it, it's, it's not my one singular plea to God or request to God important enough and that like more numbers matter. And they didn't really have an answer for me. And I kind of said, the, asked the same question about, you know, saying rosaries, like it's common when someone is, is transitioning um, into death that they'll say a chaplet, which is sort of like a rosary, different words. Um, uh, and they'll say a chaplet for the dying person or everybody will they'll say a bunch of them or and I, I couldn't quite grasp this I was like I don't like mm. why how does this fix anything how does saying a bunch of words over and over and over again do anything like God's already Were they pre-written words yeah. or was did they come up with their own like please no. help Mary who is very no. ill in the accident no or no, no, they, they might, they, no, at least my experience has always been, okay, we're gonna, you know, we're saying, we're praying a rosary for Susan and the Lord knows I'll probably need a lot of rosaries. So, <laughs> and then they would, but it was recite, the same words over and over, like written something written in a book. Hail Mary, full of grace. Of, Lord okay. is with thee. Um, okay. yeah, you know it. If you're a Catholic. <laughs> okay. You know yeah. I'm, I'm not obviously. Yeah, I don't. And so, um, but so my question went back to, okay, so my one little prayer doesn't mean anything and I need more people. And then God's going to go, oh, she's got friends. So maybe now we can answer her prayer. She's got friends in high places. So here right. we go. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it wasn't until I read Power of Eight that mm. I had a completely different perspective. So my friends couldn't ever really answer my question. They were just like, well, it's, you know, it's more people, you know, knowing the people are praying for you makes you feel better. And I was like, okay, I'm still not buying it. Um, But she has a chapter um, that discusses uh, the power of 12. And she was talking about Jesus and Jesus um, disciples and, and how he was instructing um, the disciples to pray um, with, and, basically with intention and of one accord. So when, what that, what that means is not, we're not all saying uh, a dozen Hail Marys. It means mm-hmm. that we are all of the same mindset and yes. of the same hearts, you know, the same heart place, the same heart center, mm-hmm. um, all focusing on the same outcome. And then I was like, okay, now this makes sense because now more is better because it's more energy. Mm-hmm. It's not just, you know, my little energy body. Now it's a dozen energy bodies or eight energy bodies. And so I was like, okay, if I look at prayer that way and not mm-hmm. just reciting these, and I still don't think, I still don't think reciting, you know, rote prayers, unless it makes you feel good, isn't, it's, it's not what we're talking about with intention. Um, but that takes me to, uh, what just recently happened with your mom, which I think is pretty Mm. cool because I did that. I, I harnessed my intention for, I healed your mom. It was me. It was singularly me. I'm the one who did, (laughs) but I did, I did what, what was in this book. And now you got to tell the story. It wasn't just me. It was a lot of people. (laughs) 
It was. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to burst your bubble, Susan. <laughs> but the, okay. So my mom was um, very sick. Um, she was in the hospital for three weeks. Um, part of that is intensive care. The doctors and the, um, um, just, they kind of ran out of options for her and they actually were considering um, a hospice, lung care um, situation. Her, just and to so, put some, some, put some mm-hmm. it, um, it was a blood count stuff that was off. It was, yeah, her platelets were at zero right. and they could not, they could not figure out how to, I mean, they tried everything, everything other than removing her spleen which unfortunately she was too weak for that surgery. So she couldn't do it. Um, So near the end, after three weeks, um, she belonged actually through her church, through a prayer group that had been happening through Zoom. They had been praying for her. And then Susan started. But I think the key was- It was me. It was Susan. All (laughs) Susan. I think, I think it was everything. I really do. No, I do too. Um, And she knew that people were praying for her, but she really was putting a lot. She comes from the medical world. So she just, you know, anything that the doctor says, oh yes, she'll take that. I mean, so she has a lot of faith in the medical and pharmaceutical world. So when they were giving her stuff, oh yes, this will heal me. Perfect. Well, nothing was. When they introduced hospice or long-term care, she was like, "Mm, nope, not doing it. So she called my dad and um, her three children and said that she was going to have a talk with God and, um, and she was at peace with whatever he decided. And that was a hard call to receive, Mm -hmm. but um, she had the talk and that was on a Saturday, no, Sunday, Sunday night. And she told God, either take me now, or if I wake up, I'm going to fight like heck. And she, um, she woke up the next morning, but because she, she has a little bit of not feeling worthy, (laughs) comes rightly so. Thank you, mom. Um, She thought, okay, I'm going to give him one more day in case he didn't get the message. (laughs) So she gave it one more day. She prayed again Monday night and said, Either you take me right now, tonight, or when I wake up, it's all, I'm doing this. I'm going to heal myself. She woke up Tuesday morning and the nurses came in and she says, I'm leaving today. <laughs> like, uh, I don't think you are. At the same time that that was happening, um, her immediate medical staff was having a, a, um, a meeting um, through, with the Mayo Clinic. They were in, you know, my mom is working with them as well. And they were like, we don't know what to do. I think, yeah, we have to move her into long-term care or some, yeah, they were just kind of lost. This one doctor says, you know, I'm getting this really odd thought and I don't know where it's coming from, but let's just, let's see what her body will do. Let's take her off all medicines and see what her body will do. And they were like, okay. So this was Tuesday that, and they came and talked to my mom and my mom's like, yeah, okay, whatever. I'm, I'm out of here. I'm going to be fine. I'm healing myself. I don't care what you, yeah. Okay, great. Take me off everything. Her platelets were at 1000. They should be somewhere like to be healthy. And I know I'm not a numbers person or a medical person. I'm going to say around 300,000. There's a nurse or doctor out there. You can type it in and tell me the real thing, but she was at one thousand below when we went to pick her up they had jumped so no medication nothing they'd taken her off for two days eight thousand she came home she was in her recliner with my dad that's what she visualized i want to just be in my recliner next to dad watching tv i just want to be here in their house and the following monday it was like thirteen thousand. then it jumped to twenty one thousand. now it's like two twenty five thousand something she did it like she completely did it because her intention she was so clear and she had all these people mostly susan (laughs) um 
sending that positive, <laughs> detailed energy to her. Yeah, and, and now she's yeah. now she's a, a force to be reckoned with because she's got a house. Oh, like Jesus! <laughs> oh, oh, please, yes, yes. I'm I. Unfortunately, I mentioned to her I'm a little worried about Dan because this is his busy season, and then there's this other whole thing happening, which is quite stressful. Am Dan is Leon's oh. husband. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yes, Dan is my <laughs> husband. I'm so sorry. Don't yeah. don't you all know that? So she's um, worried about Dan. Are you worried about Dan? And she's like, I was no, worried about no problem. I got a hot nine to Jesus. I, I'm gonna. I'll talk to God tonight, sweetie. Don't you worry. Okay, mom. Great. Yeah. You got. I don't love know. It. Forget. Oh, we're, yeah, we have another 20 years of this. It's going to be rough. <laughs> but the, but just, I mean, the intention, I mean, her prayer group was praying, but mm -hmm. it wasn't, I think, until she totally is like, no, I'm going to do this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to, like, she totally had to, like, feel worthy and imagine what it was that she wanted. And then it was like, the universe was like, oh, okay, yeah, here we go. We've got all these, you know. I've got all these calls for this one woman. Sure. Let's give her what she wants. It's, I mean, it really is amazing. Yeah. It's an amazing yeah. story. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. To go from um, having to be in long-term care to, you know, walking around her house and, and being, you know, her typical Martha self. So it's, it's well, miraculous. she's getting it. Yeah. <laughs> she's she's getting, getting her sassiness back. So when we come back, we want to talk about the mirror effect Mm. which I think that's the right term for it. But it's like, if, if um, that it's, it's the, what goes around comes around in a really good way, part of the power of intention. You're listening to the Dr. Pat show. We're talking about intention today and we'll be right back. Are you ready to get big and live your life out loud? Tune in to get big out loud radio, Exploring life through the lens of curiosity and compassion with me, Carrie Knudsen, joining Dr. Pat live every second Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. I will offer ideas to transform what you are thinking into conscious action. If you want to get big and live your life out loud, visit me at KnudsenSpeaks.com. Are you ready to shift your current beliefs about death from debilitating pain and loss? Follow Angie Corbett Kuiper as she shares that through choice, present moment awareness, and keeping an open mind. Anything is possible, even in death. Tune in to Beyond Proof Radio with Angie, redefining death and loss every first Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more, visit BeyondProof.com. Jane Mack, and I'd love to tell you about the latest technology of the Valara Company. I've been using the Valara Company equipment, the air machines, since 1992, and I have found them to be totally successful in killing mold, mildew, and keeping your house fresh and clean. If you'd like more information on it, you can look at MaryJaneMack.com or call our office at 888-777-4232. Has your kindness been used against you? Are you ready to clear the confusion and reconnect with your power? Then it's time to become toxic person proof. Join toxic relationship specialist Sarah K. Ramsey as she gives you the secrets to rebuilding and rebranding your life after a toxic person encounter. It's time to get past the past, get real about the present and get serious about your future. For more information, visit sarahkramsey.com. What we've been taught and told is not all there is. Life is all about energy, and the energy you feel is real. Tune into The Energy Paradigm each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com with Dr. Vic. The Energy Paradigm is an eye-opening, mind-shifting, transformative, and earth-shattering way to live, work, and do business that will enable you to unlock your magic every day. Visit TheEnergyParadigm.com. You know, marriage is not always easy, but skills that improve communication go a long way. Tune in to The Relationship Rehab Show, Recovering Happiness in Your Love with Nancy Landrum and Dr. Pat each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Nancy is an author and teacher empowering couples to create and sustain loving marriages. Learn to listen, speak, and handle conflict with respect so your love can flourish. To learn more about Nancy and her work, visit NancyLandrum.com. 
Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to The Dr. Pat Show. I am Susan Dolce. I'm hanging here with my friend, Leon Dyer. We are talking about the power of harnessing intentions. Um, and in our last segment, I was complaining about um, intention versus prayer. And then we had this huge aha moment. Um, and now we all know that Martha has a hotline to Jesus. So um, yeah. if you all need anything, um, oh, no, she goes right go, to the, no, she goes to the big guy, God. Oh, to, okay, yeah. Right to God, yeah. Uh, and I, I would be remiss if I did not say, so if you have uh, any, if you are interested in learning more about Leon's coaching, um, you can find her over at leondyer.com. Mm -hmm. um, and maybe she can put in a good word to her mom for you too, so that <laughs> if you have any, <laughs> yeah, have any prayer, prayer requests. <laughs> um, so uh, just to recap, we are talking about, um, the work of Lynn McTaggart. And uh, one of the things that she found towards the end of, I believe the power of eight, no, no, I take that back. It was the intention experiment is that the people involved in doing these experiments. Mm. So the way, the way it worked is that you would go onto her website and every week there was somebody that they, you were praying for. And, um, and I'm not sure, and they, they just sort of documented if that person progressed. Sometimes people were unconscious, they were in comas. Sometimes people weren't even aware that they were being prayed for um, or that they were part of the intention experiment. Uh, and every, they, every time they saw progress and it got to the point where Lynn was like, yeah, okay, yeah, another miracle. Oh, no, no. So you know, what, what else is new? And she was just getting very blase about the whole thing. Um, and so then she decided to reach out to the people who are actually focusing their intention, who are, you know, the, the prayers. And she found that all of the people involved in the experiment mm. were also getting benefits. So like if they had, you know, back pain or stress or family issues or whatever, that when they were basically of service, and putting their energy and their mm -hmm. love and compassion towards another human, that it was actually reflected back to them. And I believe that's the mirror effect. And the so, effect. yeah. So, I mean, if you think about that, I mean, wow, like that just makes it even more intriguing uh, and delightful to know that, um, that in my, out of my love and compassion and concern, for another human mm. that I'm also being looked after and taken care of in, in ways that are not necessarily known to me. So it, it does go to that, you know, we're all one. We are, mm -hmm. we are all one and yeah. we're all one energy. We're just little separate blips of energy and, and little separate just, pockets of jello. <laughs> yeah, little separate jello molds, yeah. clouds yeah. of possibility. Yeah. Um, but, but it just goes to show, like, why that's another reason why it's like so important to be nice to people. Yeah. Because, yeah, that whole what goes around comes around. Comes around. It's yeah. proven in science there. Take that, kids. <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> yes. it. Is. So yeah. she, um, before each experiment, they have, mm -hmm. and uh, she has this um, exercise that's called powering up. And so mm -hmm. if you want to explore her videos, she has a, she's got a lot of videos. She's, it's fascinating. Some of them are quite long. So you might want to get a cup of tea and sit back. Um, and she, you know, she's got her slides and it's, it's a little bit of a lecture sometimes, but um, so powering up was really kind of crucial to the whole outcome of the experiment. So if some people didn't get an opportunity to center themselves and they just kind of like plop themselves in front of the computer and decided, okay, we're going to focus on peace in this one neighborhood mm -hmm. um, without grounding them and setting, centering themselves, um, it contaminated the outcome. Or if they came in early and everybody wasn't, there was one experiment where people got in early on accident um, to the intention for that week and um, it contaminated the experiment. Um, it was still a good outcome, but it was just sort of all over the place. So a few of the things that she recommends is, um, first of all, find an intention space. So like, if you're going to be sitting in a computer and if you, you know, this is going to be, I'm not sure how long they sat with each intention, but find a comfortable, dare I say, sacred space that you want to do this in. And um, learn, you have to learn to focus your mind um, and one of the ways she suggests this is to um, 
engage your uh, senses, each of your five senses. So be aware of what you're feeling, what you're tasting, what you're smelling, what you're touching. Um, and then it says, make a connection, touch or even focus on the heart of on the heart or compassion feeling for the other. So it's like I just said, it's like when we when it's like I want to send love sparkles to Leon. So I'm just, I'm gonna get grounded. Grounding is very important. Some deep breaths, and then I'm going to imagine little glitter. <laughs> oh, thanks. I'm sending Leon glitter. Okay. Yeah. You see, I'm good. She hates glitter. She was a teacher. I hate glitter. She hates glitter. So oh, I, I was a mom and I hated <laughs> glitter. <laughs> yeah. All right. So it's not love glitter. It's love sparkles. I'm sending you yes. love sparkles. Um, and, uh, and connecting with, so like that connection between like, basically what I'm trying to do is see from the eyes of Leon, be in Leon's body, um, flush Leon with like golden light, um, or, you know, focusing on if we're trying to kill cancer cells, <laughs> we want to see them normalized and, and only three, cause only three is really important. And key, and you mentioned this in the very beginning, you have to be very explicit about what you want mm -hmm. or what you're trying to do. Um, and so it, it, even if it's for somebody else and somebody else's finances need correcting, what, you know, what exactly is it? Is it um, maybe perhaps they need a new job or, you know, it, you need to be very, very mm -hmm. explicit. And in this regard, like everybody has to have the same um, thought. Mm -hmm. So, and then that's what I meant with the whole, like with Jesus in one accord. Um, and then it's rehearse the outcome. So see the positive outcome, mm -hmm. believe in the process, uh, time it right. And finally, you got to move aside. You got you to gotta, uh, release attachment to any outcome. And just know that it's going to work and that this mm -hmm. person is healed or the outcome that you want um, changed is, is changed and affected by your positive intentions. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. It's, it's wonderful stuff. I mean, think it about is. it. I mean, if we can imagine if you can just, if you can do it for yourself, like, first of all, if you can do that for yourself, imagine what you can do for mankind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So the good news, besides intention and how miraculous and cool it is, <laughs> is that if you enjoyed our banter, our friendly banter today, um, Leon and I are going to be hosting a show on the network. And it's called And That's When I Realized. And it's a show about the truth and comedy of midlife. And um, we just like to say there is no instruction book for managing midlife. So join us as we guide you one sticky note at a time. I hope you've enjoyed this today. If you're interested in Leon, again, go and find her at leondyer.com. I'm over at susandolce.com. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time.